This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Yeah, this show is about stuff, how to sell it, how to get rid of it, how to buy it. And now, there's a, this, we got a loaded show today. We got Glenn. We're going to talk about Glenn's show next week, Glory Day show. Rick's going to be on about real estate. I got another edition of The Secret Shopper. And uh, we're looking for listers. Now, it's a, this is a show you can call in. You can talk about anything on stuff. If you want to know the prices of it or how to sell it or what's the best way to go forward, we're here to make sure you don't get ripped off. Now, Glenn, take it away. Read the list. Okay, Paul's giving me the list. Starts with coins, bills, currency, tokens, old toys, old glass crystal, video games, paintings, old radios, costume jewelry, autographs, photographs, prints, pottery, corralware, old motorcycles, sports cards, programs, Beatles stuff, magazines, Royal Dalton's, fishing rods and lures, fishing magazines, sewing machines, comic books, golf clubs, old tins, beer and pop signs, car and gas station signs and memorabilia, old tools, cups and saucers. The number? Remember, it's a phone-in show? Okay, yes, that's true. <laughs> that's so like a Paul's, moment. Paul's store at 10341 Young Street, and the numbers are 416-360-0740. They're calling from out of town, 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Bogart's not here. He's on assignment in some places in Saskatchewan. Okay, and Glenn has picked up his bad habit. you got to see this number slower. Okay. And you'll get older, Glenn. And you will want people to say phone numbers slower. But if I say it fast, we can say it many more times. That is the point. But let's go with slow. Okay. All right. If you have your pen and paper handy, the number locally is 416-360-0740. Or out of town, 1-866-740-4740. Okay. Now... I keep on forgetting. I'm looking to hire people. Even if Ron Serb, you can make up to $1,000 listing from your home. We're looking for people to employ people right now. This is for our auction. $1,000 over how long? A year, a month, or what? This is $1,000 a month. So we're looking for this. You can call the store at 905-737-4653. You can follow us. If you miss part of this show and you say, geez, I'd like to hear that again, you can go to Zoomer Radio, and we have the podcast. Past shows are on there, and this week's show will come later on in the after Tuesday. This is from Zoomer Radio, and uh, you go to the site, and everything's done on your computer. I'm not sure how to do it, but it's probably pretty easy. Now, we've got to talk with Glenn. Next week, has got a show. Where are we going to be on Saturday? And the weather looks good right now. Next Saturday... August 29th, starting at 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. We're going to be in our 
offices parking lot just for social distancing and we're going to have hand disinfectant there to make it easier we're going to cordon off an area in our parking and we're going to have a show weather permitting and right now it looks very good it's 22 and sunny is the okay. forecast we got now you want the address i want the address 26 ripley avenue you'll see our sign up front glory days that's the best coordinates for that are, it's on a ramp right off the, if you're coming from the east, the ramp off the Gardner drops you right there. But our main coordinates would be the South Kingsway where it meets the Queensway. And we're just on a side street right by there. We'll have some signs up. You can follow the signs. It's going to be, a, we've got a massive amount of material. And one, one tip I might give you is that I think it's going to be overcrowded at 8. And we're going to be bringing new stuff out all day. So it's not like if you get a 10, doesn't mean you're missing things. I think for people that maybe want to be able to park a little easier or not be quite as crowded, although we'll keep the social distancing, showing up about 10 or 11, I think it'd be a lot better. Yeah. And we'll have new material coming out constantly. So it's not like it's all been picked over before you saw it. We think bring stuff down. They don't just come down with money. Yes, lots of people. We've had a number of emails. Our, uh, we went through Facebook and a couple other distribution lists of the shows. And we have thousands of people who've called us and emailed us. And we've even had people from the state saying how much they regret that they can't make it because they've been here last year's show yeah. and they did well. So it's going to be great. And if you come and see Paul and I, we'll be set up at one table there where we have a few of the higher-end items. And, of course, Paul's going to be gold, silver. We'll buy anything. We'll have cash available. We'll make purchases on the spot. But anyone who mentions this show, we're going to give them a copy of the hockey book, Glory Days. And Paul and I will even sign it for you, although we're not the author, so I'm not sure if you There's want no to pictures of us. No. We have nothing to do with this book. But it's a free book. If you just mentioned Paul Kenny and, and Consignment Heroes. And the autographs are free, and that's all they're worth is free. So it's okay, not like you're okay. making much. But next week, wait a minute. Now, i got to talk about this. I have to, have to, because last thing I almost forgot. These guys who are going around to the hotels, they go to the Legions, they go to the hotels. Next week, they're in Burlington. I got the flyer in the mail. And they just started up again. They just started up again. These guys, I can't remember. I, I will talk later about the secret shopper. The secret shopper makes these guys look like, oh, these guys. All I can say is every single thing on this flyer. It's a holdout flyer. It's got pictures of hockey play, pictures, comic books, toys, military, watches, and bills. And we will, I guarantee, pay more than any price that they offer. Even their first price, which is going to be low, then they'll offer you a second price and you pretend to leave, and as you're going to the door, they'll offer you a higher price. And all I say about that is whenever they offer you a price like that and they offer you a second price, don't walk out of that place, run, because you don't know when they're going to start being honest. I can't overemphasize this. One other thing, too, in, in those situations, like where they're setting up, it's so known that they're ripping people off. People, okay, sorry, that they take advantage of people. Take advantage of people. Okay, so they then, um, there'll be people set up in the parking lot, and they're still taking advantage of you, but yeah. they'll say, oh, I'll give you $10 more than they offer, knowing that the, there's so much margin left in there. So people actually stand outside of their show trying to get the leftovers, but you're still not getting your right price yeah. on the items. No, you deal with professionals. We are not, we are not high prices, but you've got to get a second price. It should be us. Um, if it's not, because I guarantee, without hesitation, if I had a Bible here, I'd be swearing on it, that every single price in here, I can, we would pay more for the exact same item than they're going to pay. Not even close. On gold, on the silver, 
on the old toys. I used to have seven, five uh, comic book shops, okay, and sports cards. I had the first sports card shop in Canada. So I know that stuff, and they're offering prices, and I guarantee, without hesitation, please, even if you're not going and your neighbor's thinking about going, if you want to be nice to your neighbor, tell them not to go. Or if they go there, not to sell to them. Because if these guys want the stuff, and if you get they just say, I want to get a second opinion, and uh, you can always sell to them later. They'll always give you that low price. And the areas they seem to focus on, they get a lot of sports cards and do yep. very well, and other sports memorabilia. They do a lot with gold and silver. Yep. They're big with watches. They yep. always see lots of watches they get. People don't understand the value, and not necessarily a gold watch. There's lots of very valuable watches. Yeah, everyone knows a Rolex. If I say Panerai, or I say uh, there's so many other types of watches that are worth money. I know I'm dwelling on this, but it's, it's just, this is a, a service announcement. What happens when they're on TV and they give you a special service announcement? Public, uh, public, public service announcement. Yes, do not, if you're going, you can go there for entertainment. Do not go there to sell your stuff. Go there and, and they're going to be special. They're going to really, um, they're, they're professional buyers. They're going to put the pressure on. Resist the pressure. They'll and also act like they're phoning someone. They'll go, yeah. here, we'll maybe get you better price. I don't even think the phone's connected. I know. So I just want to say that I thought these guys wouldn't be around with their COVID on, with this whip in history, but they're obviously out right now. The board's full. I know the board's full. Okay. But this was really, really important. And it'll tie in later with the secret shopper we're doing. Okay, throw that away. We're going to go to Stuart in St. Catherine. Hello. How you doing, hey, Stuart? Oh, very good, very good. I've got a 1922 silver dollar from the United States. I want to know what's the value of that. It is 0.77 of an ounce. Okay, they made a lot of them. Okay. Now, if you get earlier than that, if you get this is going to be a peace dollar. If you went earlier than this, the Morgan dollars and only mainly the Carson City, and they have to be in perfect shape because say you went to a bank in 1955. And you're in Upper Boot, Wisconsin, and you go to the bank and say, I want 200 silver dollars. They would give them to you. They just go to the back and get them. Yeah. If you were in Vegas in 1960, the slot machines paid you in silver dollars. Wow. They're not rare. you got to think of a country this big. Yeah. But they are valuable because of the silver. Okay. There are certain ones. There are ones that are worth $100,000. They're generally in really nice shape, MS-63, 64, 65. You have to have them graded. They're Do from not the 1800s. 1800, and it depends on what mint they came out of. Right. There's a big. There was a big mint in Philadelphia. One in Denver. San Francisco. San Francisco. But there was one in Carson City. I don't even know where Carson City is. I'm not sure what state it is. Vegas, maybe. Is it Nevada? I think it's Nevada. But the point is, a small mint, and they didn't make very many. Oh. So that can that can be worth money. Yeah. Now I had a gentleman who had a silver dollar, and I brought it down to Vegas. And do not clean these. I'm going to give you a sad story. Yeah, yeah. This gentleman had a silver dollar about uh, 1860 or 1858. Carson City is worth around a hundred thousand dollars. Right. Okay. He cleaned it. Yeah. They discovered that he cleaned it. I didn't even see that he cleaned it because I traveled all the way down to Vegas with it. From a hundred thousand to five thousand, and it won't even sell so fast. At a hundred thousand, it would sell right away because he cleaned it. Yeah. If he just left his grimy little fingers off of it, yeah, would have sold. Yeah. But he was going to be smart and make it prettier. 
Okay. Unreal. So this costs him ninety-five thousand U.S. dollars. What would an eighteen eighty-nine silver dollar be worth? Oh, I, I haven't got my book right in front of me. I'm sorry. If you could send you a photo of it. You can send me a photo tomorrow at sale. Okay. At Toronto Gold yep. Silver. Dot com. No problem. Okay. It's okay. Okay. And, or call the store, 905-737-4653. The okay. difference between us and these guys who go around this, this flyer and go to these hotels is they say on the bottom, please understand that we cannot value your items over the phone. Well, they're either stupid or I don't know what, or because they know what the stuff is worth. They can get, we'll give the prices over the phone conditions. We'll say depending on conditions. But 95% of the stuff you call in on, I can give you the price on over the phone if I'm in my store because I have my reference material there. Yeah. Okay? That's the difference between us and these, sorry, these competitors, again, that are doing these flyers. I, I hate to harp on this, but this is so dangerous. And there's going to be more money lost by elderly seniors that will go. This elderly. stuff goes right back to Quebec, all of it. Yeah. And then goes online. Yeah. We guarantee, I can't overemphasize this. I, Whatever the price is, we will pay more than this flyer on every single item in this flyer without exception. Well, I understand that. There's not any stories or buts. I understand that uh, fully because uh, of your advertisements all the time. So I know that for sure. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. One other thing you mentioned, Paul, there about cleaning. That applies to medals, trophies. Oh, yeah. I know people, I've, we've had people sell us sterling trophies because they don't like them looking tarnished like that, but that's the way we want them. That's the way we want them. So when people clean them all the time, they're taking away some of the surface metal, and that's not good. Okay. Now I'm going to talk to Tom in Durham. Then we're going to go to Rick after the, the break. Tom, how are you doing? Good, man. How are you? Working too hard to do a little. Yeah, you well, know the drill. I know the drill. Uh, what I've got here is a bunch of these replica cars that used to be given away by the manufacturers. Uh, oh. my, my dad was a fleet supervisor, and every June, the four auto manufacturers would have a preview of their new models down at the uh, automotive building. Okay. They'd, they'd hope the fleet supervisors start buying or leasing their new cars. When they left, they got this plain gray box uh, taped okay. shut. And he got one for me and one for my sister, and he'd bring them home. We'd open them up, and a car would roll out. And yeah. the detail in these things is phenomenal. Uh, the tires are made of rubber. Some of them well, even have exhaust on the bottom of them. Some and of these are between $100 and $500 each, depending on the car, and depending on, like, depending on how many they made of them. And depending on how up, sometimes some cars will give them to everybody, and some cars, oh, these are only going to our best buyers, okay? okay. That'll be one thing on this. The other thing on this, like, yeah, no, this is a nice item, and they're di- this is different than your die-cast items. People collect these replicas that come from the car companies. They're that different from those uh, uh, Maisto or Barago or, you know, those um, 124th or 118th cars you see in the hobby shops today. They're mm-hmm. not the same thing. How did, and What's the era of these? 1960s, aren't they? Yeah, I've got them uh, from 68, 69, 70. The one I have on my hand right here is a 71 Cutlass 442. Oh, nice only car, right? Yeah. The only, I've SST, Eldorados. The only, this is the only one that has a name on it. I've, I even took the Camaro apart because they're screwed together and snapped together. There's no glue. This thing's... Camaro, no, 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 no. I wish you had a 64 Mustang, but okay. 
Yeah, yeah. any of these cars will go for money, depending on how widespread, because um, some of the cars will be the upper rand, like, I think the Cuttles would be a nice one, because that wasn't going to be out to the round companies. Well, and that's a, a yeah. muscle car. Yeah. People collect those. People love the muscle cars. Yeah. You know, so, um, I mean, rather, I can probably get you more for some of these cars, and these cars, you know, these companies that say, donate your car, they'll give yeah. you 300 bucks, which is a nice thing to give it to the kidney. But why don't you sell the car for 3000 and give them the $300? You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. So some of these cars, these muscle cars, and some of these cars in the 1960s are worth a lot of money. I got a friend who's got a Ford, uh, a Mustang, and it's mm-hmm. got to be worth sixty, seventy thousand dollars in 1966. And and on the other hand, say this was your grandfather's car, and um, and you get home, you donate it to one of these, or take that car away. Is it better to get sixty, seventy thousand, or is it better to get three hundred dollars tax receipt? Okay, so these these model cars. Now, what would I have to do? Would I have to bring them to you and show them to you, or give me a call tomorrow? Because depending when I'm in, that we have a swamped week this week because we've got someone yeah. said we're emptying a couple of houses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my the store number is nine zero five. Hang on a second. Nine zero five. Yep. Seven three seven four six five three, and. Um, you can give me a call, and I'll make sure I'm there because I have to see him. Yeah, My guys right. will look at him like they got two heads on him, okay? Yeah, because I guess the only one that has a name on it is this, the Cutlass, and it says Joe Hand Models, Inc., Detroit, Michigan, made in USA with a patent number. Are these plastic or metal, by the way? They're plastic. Yeah, okay. They have rubber okay. tires Let on Let me see people. what you got, and we'll go from there, okay? Okay. Don't throw out the original box. If you have the box, even as plain as you think, keep the box, keep everything. No, the boxes, the they were, they were just plain gray, so we threw them away as kids. We were like eight years uh, old. You know? The crime. You committed the crime of throwing away the box and enjoying the toy. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm just That's why boxes are worth a lot, because everyone threw them away. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, like, you know, I, have some right NASCAR members. I have some NASCAR ones with the original boxes, too. But, I mean, these, these things are... Like I said, they're they're phenomenal. The detail. I've tried to get a magnifying glass to look at the dashes. I'm sure they'd have dots with the speedometer. Bring them in. Be sure yeah. to pack them nice. Now, these parts are fragile. But I thank you for the call. We have to go to a break right now. Okay. And after the break, we're going to give you the secret shopper. We're going to talk to Rick, and we're going to give you gold and silver prices. You're going to want to know them. You're going to want. To. Here's the break. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Okay, we're back. Now, what's the phone number, just in case people want to phone in and pretend they're part of the show? Local, 
1-866-740-0740. Out of town, call 1-866-740-4740. Okay, we're going, before we go to Rick, he's got, I know he's got a good story. I want to go to Margaret in Cambridge. Hi. Margaret. Good morning. How, How are you? I'm fine, thanks. I've got an American League Championship Series 1985 book with two stubs from the games. Is there any value to that? What did you say? There's two ticket stubs in it? Yeah, the game one and game seven. Okay. Um, They probably, the key game is game 81, because game 81 and 85, the Blue Jays had clinched the the game before, and Mm -hmm. so they put out a bunch of scrubs. Yeah. And uh, Negro, Phil Negro pitched and got his 300th win. Now that ticket I could sell for probably three, four hundred dollars if you had unused, maybe more unused in a book. The two games you have were not like there wasn't key things that happened to make them historic in any way. But uh, it's a bit of a collectible. It's probably worth around twenty five dollars. Oh, okay, okay, that's good then. It's better than throwing it away. <laughs> that's right. Okay, if you, you were a season ticket holder and you had game eighty one. Uh, I think uh, my husband has a book from the 82 series, but not the 81. Ah, okay. Okay. All right. Thank you very much for the call. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Now, that number is 416-360-0740. We're about to go to Rick. Rick, how are you doing? Good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? Great. Fantastic. Paul, I, I want to talk about, as you know, one of the houses that you're working on right now is the one we just sold in Allison. Yeah. Uh, but we have an exciting new listing coming up very soon. Another one in Allison. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful three-bedroom townhouse and unit. But you want to know what the best part is, Paul. It's for yeah. sale. It's going to be for sale for under $500,000. So Really? Really. Now, where are you going to buy a house at that price point? And it's a lovely home. It's an excellent condition. And it's a short drive up to Allison, where everyone's moving to anyways. It's a nice town. Uh, people are moving to Innisfil. People are moving to Barrie. Uh, you know, Toronto's gotten too expensive. And, and that's, that leads to my next point. The market right now is on fire. Houses are selling. They're getting we above need, asking. You need listings right now. I, my wife just said, she, well, somebody wants a farm just outside here. Someone want, we yep. need to get a listing up in um, in Aurelia right. right now. We need a listing in Etobicoke right now. We have someone who wants to live in Etobicoke. Etobicoke is a great city. Well, a we have a person place. who actually says, I want to be near my grandkids. Mm-hmm. I want to move to Etobicoke. That's right. Okay. And they have right. the money, but they can't find right. what they're looking for yet. Okay. Well, that's what we're here to do. I mean, not only do we help uh, people sell their homes, we help people buy their homes. And if and if there's an issue with their financing, we help them there as well. Whether they're, they're people that are downsizing or people that are upsizing or, or maybe uh, they're going through a rough time because of the, their job loss, because of, of the situation we're in right now, uh, we'll, st- we'll still help them get the financing and buy their home. So uh, feel free. I mean, we, we take the stress out of doing it. Uh, people should feel, uh, should feel free to give me a call because we provide a stress-free, hands-free service where people can just call us in. We handle it all, Paul. We handle it all uh, from beginning to end, and we always get great results. Uh, if people want to give me a call to get a free market evaluation on their property, uh, we also provide information on how they can improve the value of it. And usually, you know, the three rules, declutter, declutter, declutter. 
uh, usually is the least expensive way of improving the value of their home. But if they want to give us a call, Paul, we can be reached any time. 416-258-3972. They could call night or day, any day of the week, and we're here to help. Yeah, no, it's opening up. I mean, I've had people this week, Paul, like, what can I get me? Get me a, I'm looking in this area. Or they mm-hmm. want to like, if someone wants to sell their house in Toronto and move okay. to Alliston, probably have the same amount of square footage and put a million dollars in their bank account. Right. That's the worst idea. And if you're not having to drive downtown Toronto, Allison's not that far away. It's a beautiful it's little town. It's not. There. And, you know, this is what's going on now, too. People are working more from home. So where they're actually living, they don't have to live in Toronto anymore. So like you said, they could pocket a million dollars of, of their uh, money they've made from their house here and uh, live in a nice town in a nice home. And anytime you want to drive to Toronto, it's just less than a half hour away. Yeah. Okay. That makes perfect sense. They can call me. I just know that we need houses for listing, but we also got to find houses for people right now. Exactly. And they need exactly. a professional in their, on their side when they're doing this. Yeah. You need a professional. Okay, Absolutely. thanks, Rick. I know My you're pleasure. out selling houses today. Always. Give me a call. We'll talk to you during the week. And I, like Rick. I said, we need a farm. Someone just, my wife just said, I need a farm. I said, okay, I need yes. more details on that. But yeah. uh, she just said that to me. You mean we can yeah. do a show from a farm? We can do it. It, it, it might even come with a horse on it. What's your problem? You never know. That's an upgrade. <laughs> an upgrade. Thanks, Rick. You have a good day. Have a great day, guys. Thanks. Yeah. Later on, if there's anything left from the show today, we're going to talk about the stuff we do. Okay. Margaret and Mississauga, you've got some gold watches? Yes. What? But they're not working. No, they're not. One's a a gold pocket watch belonged to the great grandfather, and the other one's a small round one that was the great grandmother's. It's all jeweled with like an enamel uh, no, but... on the back. It opens, and the other one's a gold wristwatch. Okay, if they're not working, don't spend the money to fix them. Like I'm saying, don't put a two hundred dollar frame on a fifty dollar um, um, picture, even on a better one. They're yeah. uh, expensive one. They shouldn't. They, shouldn't fix fix. It. they bring it to you, and you can get the best deal yeah. if it needs to get fixed. But if it's the gold, now we take them apart. We'll tell you, give you an estimate ahead of time. We're pretty good at it. Uh, some have reinforcements, um, well, bands in them. But the gold right now, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes, you got to hang on. Listen to the gold price. Yeah, well, they also have the gold chains, the watch chain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're great. Now, the gold chain, sometimes we sell, lasts about a week, but most of the time, because the price of gold right now, um, you've got got to listen in about five minutes. We're going to give the price of gold, and I'm going to go through some of my secret shopper stuff and tell you what the difference is. If you come into our store, we will weigh it in front of you. We will test it. We will give you the price, and we will let you, if you decide that, that you want to get a second opinion, which I always encourage, because I want to be one of those opinions, um, you can go and get a second opinion. We're not going to browbeat you. I was in a store this week. Ah, I can't, I can't hold it back. I just can't. Okay. I mean, I go with my secret shopper. So I'm going to go, all the guys who are advertising, this is Oliver's, Harold's, Omni, all the guys you see on the radio and TV. So I'm doing them one by one. So I'm in one on Bathurst Street this week. I got a call a number. I go there. I have $3,900 worth of gold that I'm giving them. I have the normal one that is 2600 
plus another little surprise package. I go to this guy, and everything's caged up. I'm going into what looks like a, a jail cell. Oh, it was so maddening. He tells me at first, he says, ah, he takes the goal in his hand without separating it from 10, 14, and 18, which I know is there, puts it on when he looks at his scale, when he pretends. So oh, I weighed it, and he looks like you got around $300 worth of gold here. And I got a coin. So he says, oh, $300. Are you willing to sell? Well, what about the coin, I asked. Well, the coin's worth about, uh, he goes in the back. He says, he's almost the same as the other guy. He says, around $300. So we're up to 600 on $3,900 in gold. Then I show him a 1967 set, which anyone in the gold business has handled hundreds of these. I've handled a 1,000 of them. And he's looking at it like it's got two heads. He doesn't know what it is. And he has to go to the, the Internet to find out what it is and all this. He's pretending. He offers me $500 on it. On $1,300 gold set. So, and I'm in there, and I'm in a hurry. I, I finally spent 10 minutes, and uh, high pressure. Well, I'll give you this. Well, what do you want for it? What will make the deal today? And he goes up to 1000 or $1,100. Then he goes to $1,200. This is on $3,900 worth of gold. Boy, he says, you really don't want to sell it. It's a high pressure on me. He's, he's a slick buyer. I mean, I feel bad in that. I can imagine what other people, he doesn't want to let me out. I finally have to swear at him. He's, uh, this is going on for 15 minutes. No, I don't want to sell. I want to get a second price. I want to go down to another place down the street. I have to swear at him, give me my blank gold back. He won't give it to me. Okay. He wants to hold it off in, in that I know that he didn't even check for 10, 14, and 18. The prices on the stuff, we all know what it's worth. I knew it was 3900 You give it to me, I'll give you that quote. Not quote, but I can give you an approximate in about two minutes. But And he won't give me the gold back. He says, no, we got to make a deal. I said, I don't have to make a deal. I just want to back. I, I actually had another call that had to go down. I was still emptying out a place. But this is the point here, that I want people to know that they have choices. They go into these places, and you don't know when they're going to be honest. Whenever a person goes from 300 to 600 or raises the price to you, you don't run, walk out of that store. You run out of it. I'm serious about this. Are you, is your rant done? My rant's done, no, because I, if I shook hands with this guy, it's like dealing with a guy, a car Wear salesman. Gloves. Yeah, a car salesman from 1960s. I'd be counting my fingers after it. I mean, he was... I don't trust him. Well, we'll go with that. Well, One thing you're mentioning a couple of people okay. about bringing stuff to your store. If for some reason they're having a problem to get there, transportation-wise, they can come to the parking lot sale. You'll be there. Yeah. Break through. And it's handy to get to. It's easy. If you think it's CTC, whatever, it's close. If you're a Toronto or Mississauga person, and Paul will be there, we can buy on the spot, or he can take some pictures and tell you after an appraisal. But... It just might be handier for some people bring it to you there. And the one other thing I would say I want to reinforce, if you come a little later, I think if you came at 8, some people might say it's too busy, I'm not staying. But a typical garage sale, everyone wants to be there at 8. If you're coming to sell us stuff, it's easier if you come later, we can dedicate more time to you. Yeah. yeah. So about 10 o'clock or after. We've Phone number. numbers are okay. 416-360-0740. And if you're calling from out of town, one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. You know that I have three thousand six hundred wigs for sale, eh? 
oh, that's good. I'm putting it out. And I'm bald. I could buy one. And I'm like, well, 3599 to go. So, no, I want to, I want to do that. Now, if, if you have a question, on um, last night you were seeing some prices on some of the cards last yeah, night. Yeah, just quickly, just to reinforce what Paul's been saying every week. But last night in Golden Auction, a Mike Trout card from 2009. Now, that's not that long ago. It's 11 years ago. Went for $3.84 million U.S., which is over $5 million Canadian. That's something you could have bought at your local corner store and yeah. paid a buck for the pack or something, and you're walking away with $5 million. A Brady card just sold for over 400000 And uh, Jordan pair of shoes went for over 400000 mm-hmm. is- Ah, yes, they were game-worn. That's why it's four hundred. Even signed, they go for four or five grand if it's one of his brands. And the other thing is that I saw sell uh, about a week and a half ago the beat- one of the Beatle posters from their show 1966 at Maple Leaf Gardens. It sold for 55000 U.S. $55,000 for a poster that you someone stolen off the wall. It was. They had the holes where they ripped it off the wall. A lot of times they were just put on hoarding or other places. They'd nail them telephone poles or something. They're all still worth money if they're from that key classic rock era. Everyone wants a classic line. You know something? A lot of our listeners have that stuff in the basement, oh, yeah. in the attic, in the garage. It's buried. It's buried. It's, buried. it's never going to be seen again. And they should be... At least asking us the price. The records are worth money. The advertising is worth money. The ticket stubs are worth money. So like a Beatles. What's the Beatles on 1966? A ticket stub? That, well, that's the one with the four heads on it. Yeah. So if it's ripped in a manner where you see the four heads, it's worth about $1,000. If you only see a few of the heads, probably about 500 That's for a ticket stub. You heard me right on this. A full is 2500 a full ticket, full ticket that wasn't ready. But anyway, if you don't have the ticket, you're going to the game. No, going to... some people had credentials or maybe the dad worked at the garden, so they needed the ticket to sit in the seat, but they didn't have to get it ripped going in because ah. they went in with their dad. So you'll always find three, 400 unused tickets. And then there's some they have set aside for the Beatles themselves. Well, those people didn't need tickets, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're out there. They're just hard to find. i got to talk again. Well, the person brought in, because I know there's other things besides sports in this world, um, Works brought in, they had a convenience store. They brought $7,700 worth of quarters in that they put away before 1968. Wow. And people have this at home. They don't realize it should go to silver, gold, and silver price. What did they get for that? Just curious. $7,700. Oh, that's what you paid? Yes, yes. So they brought in like $700 worth or something? So that's a preamble. We're going to talk about gold. So we're talking about Buffett for a minute? Yeah, just one thing. I know Paul's been harping on gold forever, but. One of the real top people in the finance industry and stock markets, of course, is Warren Buffett. And he's been negative on gold since day one because you'll never get a dividend from gold. And he had all these other sayings that, you know, brokers would repeat because a lot of guys just follow what yeah. he says. Well, this week he changed his tune. He now likes gold and he never has in his life. This is the first yeah. time. He bought 20.9 million shares of Barrick Gold, which is one of the biggest gold miners in the world, based in Toronto. And they, the reasons they cited for it was, first of all, interest rates are very low. So putting your money in the bank is not going to get you anything. The pandemic and just the economic uncertainty associated with this, we don't know. Things might not open next year. You Glenn, really never Glenn, know what's Glenn, happening. Glenn, we know that I buy gold from people. That just that did not help. No, but they might come and buy it off of you. Well, they'll buy the gold, but okay. Prices, I'm, that's a, I'm going to give the prices of 10 carat gold here. Now, gold right now is down a little bit this week. 
But still, copy this down. There's two things I want you to do. Even if you don't come to my store, because I know we're in Richmond Hill. If you're in London, you go to my friend, the London Gold Buyer. He's on Highbury um, in London, Ontario. We're not going to. You only got a little bit of gold, go see him. You got a lot of gold, still come and see me. But London Gold Buyer on Highbury North is, I, I recommend them thoroughly, thoroughly. But our gold prices right now, 10 karat gold, uh, 28.79 a gram. 14 karat gold, copy this down, this is important, is $40.31 per gram. 18 karat gold is 51.83. 22 karat gold is 63.35. Silver dollars are 18, are 18.02 per dollar. And sterling silver is 84 cents a gram. Now, there is, and you can just get one of those little Go to a big box store. Go to Home Harbor. They're Canadian. Okay? Go in there. They'll have these little scales. They cost like $10, $12. They're not legal tender, but they're going to give you an idea whether you've got 90 grams or you've got 9 grams. Okay? I recommend spending this 10 bucks because before you go to one of these other guys that we've been doing the secret shopping, you have to go in pre-armed with what you know the goal to be worth because otherwise they're going to take you. I'm in a place, and I'm doing the secret shop. This is for next week's show. But I'm in the place, and the guy gives them $1,800 worth of gold. Okay? They start at 200 The guy saws it off at 400 Right. I can't say anything because I'm a secret shopper. I want to complete what I'm doing. And I can only do so many of these. I mean, they really make me hit it. But he sold $1,800 worth of gold for $400 because he didn't know how much gold he had. I could see it, and I estimated it on the fly. So... Now, the other thing with Glenn, maybe this will help Glenn talk about Buffett, because if you're buying gold, and you know how we talk about the second um, second opinion, okay? Now, this second opinion thing is not that difficult. If you're selling gold, you get an opinion, and you get another opinion, and you take the higher amount. If you're buying gold, you get an opinion, you get a price, you get another price, and you buy it at the lower price. So I got a guy that comes into my store and he wrote a check to my neighbor for more money for gold he's not getting for two weeks. The identical gold that I have. And I show him, I says, well, this is $50 left for the identical gold. It was, he was buying a permit. And he says, well, I wrote the check. He says, go get your check back and you can buy it and you don't have to wait three weeks for your gold. You can pick it up today. And I said, so he was getting a second opinion. And I said, no, you're supposed to get more you're selling. No, no, he was buying. Oh, buying. Before you I buy. said, before you buy. So I didn't think it was that difficult, but when you get get the two opinions first, when you're buying or selling, and then make take the appropriate action. Seems common sense. Doesn't seem to work all the time. I, I've had many people with memorabilia where we told them that, and then they, they come and say, what's uh, something like that worth? And then I go, why? Yeah, well, no, I sold it. They're just trying. They go, well, you know, you did well, whatever. I just let them go. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to tell people that they paid way too much or sold it for way too little a lot of times. Yeah, that's between you and me. I, I'll tell them. You're very straightforward. Yeah, so if this guy bought 20 of these, he would have saved $500. Did he must have felt not very well. Or no. did he get his check back? No, he's going to come back. He says, next time I buy. Oh. So I said, why not just 50 bucks or 50 bucks? Ask your wife what she's going to spend the $50 on. So we have it in stock. Now, this same guy, okay, in Richmond Hill, gets it. Now, same this guy in um, in Richmond Hill, there's a guy making silver, 10-ounce and 100-ounce bars in his basement in Richmond Hill. 
Twenty okay. cents is zoning uh, bylaw fraction. I'm telling you, it's happening in Richmond Hill, and people are buying these bars for four dollars over. Or they're hand poured. It's the only way to do it, I guess. Then, and they're being made in the basement, and people are buying them. What's he melted? Silver. Like forks and. I have no idea. Right. I just heard about. He we posts a video on on um, YouTube about making these in, in Richmond Hill, making these bars, and people are buying these bars. We're sitting there saying that can't be very safe. No, I don't care about how safe it is, but I'm not going to buy a bar. I'm not going to spend. $10,000 for something that some guys made in his basement. Because you think it's not pure? <clears throat> I don't know when I, I have to worry about where I'm going to sell it. I mean, it's small as not. I don't find out for 10 years. And I have a, I have a, I have a, but you could always sell it for melt if you wanted to. I think so, but then they're paying the premium on it. Oh, okay. So it's just weird that some guy's making this stuff in his basement. It's in Richmond Hill. It's really close to me, like 100 feet away. Making it in the basement. So I have to worry about that. Okay. So we also have, I just want to talk about this. No kidding. Now, the second opinion, I can't, I've gone down too many times. Okay. We're going to talk to Jim and wherever the heck Fenwick is. Fenwick. Oh, yeah. We know Fenwick. We know Fenwick? Yes. Where's Fenwick, Jim? Fenwick's uh, just down around uh, the St. Catharines area. (coughs) Down in Niagara area. Beautiful. Good, good, good. How can we help you there? Uh, I was doing some cleaning out here, and I found a box with about uh, 35 or 40 Avon bottles or stuff. It's uh, A lot of it's still got the perfume in it. I just wondered if there's any value to any of that. People can like it. It used to be 3 4 5 $10 a bottle, but they're, Avon's a big company. They're all around the place. Um, some of the sports figures they did, okay. they did like an Olin Ryan or whatever. Those could be a little better if you have any of the sports ones, because they're, they're not perfume bottle collectors, but sports collectors yeah. will buy them. Hey, but still, you're talking $15, $25. So what, yeah. what would be the like box, the, the box some of the perfume is in shotgun shells and drills? Yeah. Cars, and uh, um, miniature statues, women in different uh, billboard yeah. feet and everything else. Five bucks each. Is that all the same? All the probably the same, if that. I sell them in groups. When we put them into our auction, which we're bringing back in September. We're doing one August 31st, but we're in August, in September, we're going to have a great big auction. Uh, we would just put them in a lot of, you know, 10 bottles in a lot and hope for the best. Sometimes people buy them. Some people, you know, there's still collectors out there. And what's happening in this little blip in history right now, like I said last week, people aren't going on their $9,500 ski trip. They're staying at home and, and, and making their hobbies bigger. You know what I mean? Whatever they collect, they're collecting more. So they're so only worth about $10 a piece? Uh, no. Um, in the whole box, if you had 35 of them, you got about $100. It's about that. Yeah, okay. That'd be about... That would be uh, pie in the sky. Hope I get it. Please take all the bottles. You, you need you. something like first man on the moon or one yeah. of those, which are a little more collectible. Was there anything else? When you were cleaning out, there must have been something next to these Avon bottles. That's why we're funny. No? So how much for the whole box? Yeah. That, yeah. Now, I'm going to be down Niagara because the lady calls. You know in Niagara, that you know these big companies like Welch's and these grape juice companies that all move to the States? Yeah. They're not decent. The grape farmers you see down there can't, they've lost all their contracts. The lady called me. They're hand picking all their grapes and they're selling them. market. 
at markets and stuff because the grape company welches, I say welches because they didn't, they canceled her contract. Yeah. And they're not buying her grapes. And I'm going to go down to here. Um, as, when I get a chance to go down, she said, why are you too busy right now? Because they're the grapes. I just, I just wondered if they've, they've been around for about 35 years or so. So, and I got them 35 years ago and they're probably older than that. Yeah, no, no. Sorry about that. No, we can't. And, these and I also kept heard you Everyone kept them. That, Everyone uh, kept them because they were pretty. Seven gold. Yeah. What's that? Pardon? What's the whole set go for? Of what the Avon? No, no, in the silver dollars, the the nineteen sixty seven uh, mint set with the now gold that's coin. That's approximately forty dollars. How much? Forty. Forty. It's one point one ounce of silver, and they made a lot of them. Unless he has a twenty dollar gold coin with it. No, he has a twenty dollar gold coin with it for yes. about thirteen hundred. How much? Thirteen hundred. Oh, okay. That's with the gold coin. Yeah. I tell that. Yep. A lot of people, that was the one we were talking about, the secret shopper. I showed him this set. I think it's thirteen ninety five. I show him the set, and he makes like he doesn't know what it is. He knows for sure with that $20 gold coin. It's .5288 ounces of gold, if anyone asks. Because some dealers try and tell you it's a half an ounce. It's not a half an ounce. It's more. Okay, this is the difference of going into a place like us and some of these guys like on these road shows. I guarantee. I think their price down there is probably six, seven hundred dollars. If if they pay that much, silver dollars. I know when silver dollars were thirteen, we're paying eighteen now. When silver dollars were thirteen, they used to pay five. Okay. Fair so of these places that go in these road shows that go into your local hotel or legion and try church. and buy and church, and people think, oh, they're doing a good thing. They're not. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much for the call. Okay, thank you. Okay. Take care. Now, we also this week, in our sale coming up, we have a $15,000 bedroom suite that we're willing to sell for $500. Wow. Okay. So I'm just, and this, it's, it's, this sale is going to be a big sale. But also this week, a guy brought in a bunch of costume jewelry. Okay. And I have to tell him that it wasn't all costume jewelry. He had $5,700 in gold. Wow. So he was happy about that. Okay. If you have any calls, I think we have one more break. I don't know if we have a break. Our number here is 416-360-0740 and, or 1-866-740-4740. Ask us a question or give us your opinion. I don't care. Have a good Go to break. Go to break. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal.
Yes, yes, I know. Here we are. We're back. Okay. The other thing I want to talk about, because I keep on forgetting, I talk about the antique cups and saucers, and people ask me, and I tell them about having the big flower inside the bowl, and lots of more white you see, the worse it is. I mean, it's less expensive it is. But if you've got, hand, you know, you've got a teapot, a teacup, and it's got a handle, you wouldn't put your finger through the handle. But they actually made teacups that you couldn't put your finger through the handle. It was like a flower handle, all filled in, or a butterfly, or something like that. These are also worth a lot of money, like Shelly, um, Paragon, uh, even the Ainsley ones. And I'm saying these teacups, these are not something to be, you have to look these up, because we've sold them up to $2,500 for a teacup. That's oh, the lines are almost full here. I know, I know, I know. But I want to say this because people ask and say, what's the criteria here? Okay. Okay, we're going to go to Rick and Mississauga. Uh-oh. Is there Rick? Rick. Okay, we are going to uh, Marie in Toronto. Hello? Hello, Hello. is that Rick? Yeah. Oh, Rick, Rick how are you? Good. What's up? Um... Oh, two years ago, I guess, I've been sending you guys pictures of an old antique rifle I got. And you never, you keep saying you're going to call me back, but I haven't. So I thought I'd catch you on the air where I could ask you again. You stoned, you sent me a picture two years ago? I can't remember. Uh, you might yeah, me a, a couple of times. Uh, the guy said the guy that looked at the rifles wasn't in, so he'd call me back later. Anyway, uh, it's an 1890 uh, Winchester Rimfire. Oh, I can remember this. Now, this I'd like to see. Uh, who else are you? You're Mississauga? Mississauga, you, yes. Southwest you know, Mississauga. Anyway, 1890, 1890, um, octagon barrel, peep sight, pump action. That's nice. Okay. This, um, I'd have to, the serial number, the model number. Everything needs to match on Everything's going to match. Yeah. yeah mid, well, I can, I've got to pull the peep sight off again to get the serial number off because it's under the peep sight. Yeah, but it, then it's the only thing missing on it was I took the trigger uh, spring off back about 15 years ago when I put it away, and I forgot where I put it. But I did find another one down in Virginia where the guy gets parts for these things. So anyway, okay. what you gotta do? Okay, call me. Give hang on the line. Yeah. Go to my producer. Leave your number. Tumble Winchester rifle. Make a note. I'll get you a price on tomorrow. Okay. okay? And and we can sell it right away on this because I'm actually picking up in a house uh, right now. We're getting another all uh, ten muskets and rifles. Oh, so we'll have a, we'll put it as part of this a big sale. Thanks. Just hang on. Brandon, yep. our producer, who's a great producer, is going to take your number. Okay. And we're going to go to Marie in Toronto. Hi. How are you, Marie? Hello. Um, I have a Camaro. Uh, California Camaro that my husband bought at an auction. Okay, what year? Uh, I'm not sure. It's so tiny, I can't make it out. But it has a license plate. Pardon? Four N A X three five nine. I don't know what that means. No, no, no. Okay. Um, with a car like this, what year is it? Do you know what year it is? Uh. You know what? There is a year. I know it's Camaro, but I I don't know if it's '66 or SS. That's for okay. That it's a big car. That's a is it nice shape? When he bought it, did he buy it to restore it, or he bought it already no, restored? No, he bought it at an auction, and I was going through some stuff. He passed, 
and uh, I was going through some of the things, and I saw it, and it's got rubber tires. Uh, the hood opens. It has little, uh, uh, you know, bucket seats in the front. It's a convertible. It looks like leather. Did it come with the box? Uh, no. No. Okay. No, it's okay. on How it. How recently would he bought it? Because they still make some of those today. Like, they continue uh, to make they? those die-pass cars. Uh-huh. It has, you know, the windshield. It has the little mirrors. Uh, you know I know the hood opens. Bought it? You know when he bought the item? Uh, excuse me, I can't hear you. When he purchased, you know, roughly when he purchased Oh, when? Uh, yeah. Oh, maybe 15, 20 years ago. Okay. Oh, perfect. Okay, call me tomorrow at my shop, 905-737-437-4673. Okay. Uh-huh. Ask for Paul. Okay. And I can get you the price on tomorrow morning. I want to know who made it. That's all. It'll have oh, somewhere okay. on, the, on the chassis. We'll have who made it. We're talking a diecast, not the original car, right? Uh, yeah, it's okay. it's very heavy. Yeah, yeah. So, well, both okay. of them are really heavy. Thank you very much for the call. Call me tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, got to finish up some business here today. And Glenn, what do you got now? I just want to mention our sale next week, and of course, we have a special appearance by the legend himself, Paul Kenny, will be there. You have to get up early, too. Make sure you're there. Until 8 o'clock? we got to be there before that. These people will be lined up. Anyways, we're, we've got all, all kinds of new items that we're putting out at deep discount prices. And then we'll have some of our regular is. stock. You haven't said once what it is. Well, it's sports memorabilia. All well, no, all types of memorabilia. Entertainment, political. Or you said you're going to bring some of your comics along. We're going to have a lot of framed items. Yeah. We sell framed items very cheap. A lot of game-used equipment that would have been used by players. And we'll have... Toronto Raptor items, which framed are very items, hot. Like big framed items that you could give away as a gift. Yes. Like three feet by two. Wow. And the smaller. Summer, yes. But we don't want to ship because of the problems with glass. So you, you'll definitely get some great deals. These are our cheapest prices of the year next weekend, but we're also buying. And it's at 26 Ripley Avenue, which is in South Etobicoke. Uh, the closest main intersection would be the Queensway and South Kingsway. Starts at 8 a.m. To 2 p.m., but my suggestion to people right now is if you come 10 a.m. or after, I don't think you'll have as okay. much and trouble all, parking. All these items you use, hardly any of them made in China, right? No China. So you are buying, you Authentic come down there, memorabilia. you're buying from your neighbor, okay? And even you go to my friends at uh, um, out of Southwark, none of that money's going back to China. You buy from one of these big box stores, they're going to sell you their items made in China, and they're going to go buy another one. I want people to look at the labels. We've been looking at labels right now. It's amazing how many things are imported. They don't tell you where it's imported from. Buy from your neighbor. We're all in this together. We need to help our neighbors. We're looking at the stuff. I want to buy local. It's very, very important. I'm just saying that this is, besides wearing masks, buying locally is the best thing you can do to help us all through this. For sure. Wear a mask. And thank you for letting us into your home. Remember, next week, 26 Ripley on Saturday. He didn't give you the date. Yeah, I did. August 29th, Saturday morning, 8 a.m. Thank you. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.